0: back to the Life Coaching Spot. I'm your host, Kathy Walker, and this one is called Wisdom. So I've had some questions coming up lately in my coaching sessions about how to know when to follow the direction that your mind is giving you and when not to. Now I interpret this question as how to tell the difference between true wisdom and the fearful voice of the ego. And this is a great question because the ego can be really convincing, right? What it's telling you can make perfect logical sense. But oftentimes making the logical choice isn't going to move you toward the life that brings you the most joy. For instance, you know, it can make logical sense to stay at the job that pays the bills and offers great health benefits to you and your family. But let me tell you, if you're dreading the grind every day, you know, not wanting to get out of bed, well, you're robbing yourself and your family from the joyful life that you could be having if you decided to go after your dreams instead. Now, I'm not suggesting that you just drop everything and run toward your dreams because that's not it's not always that simple or practical. <laughs> so, um, but we can talk about more about that and how to do that in another episode. And we will. <laughs> but what I am saying is that dreading your life is not living your life. It's it's kind of more like waiting around to die. You know, and the most common regret that people have at the end of their life is that they wish they hadn't been so afraid to live. They wish they'd spent a lot less time worrying and a lot less, a lot more time living, right? Why? Probably because in hindsight, they could see how they could have been spending all those precious moments, you know, with the people they love. Yeah. So let's get back to the question. How do you discern the difference between your inner wisdom and the ego? Now, when I talk about the voice in your head, I'm talking about that voice that never shuts up. I'm referring to that voice as the voice of the ego. Now, there's also another voice that's quieter, a bit more difficult to hear. Maybe you hear it often, maybe not, maybe never, but it's more like an inner knowing. Some people call it, uh, the voice, the true voice within, right? My inner wisdom, um, Holy Spirit for, for today, uh, let's, let's refer to it as inner wisdom. And so In this episode, I'm going to share with you exactly how to know the difference between um, your inner wisdom and the voice of the ego. And I'm also going to give you an easy practice to help you get in touch with your inner wisdom more often. Sound good? (laughs) Let's go. So at any given moment, you're either following the lead of your ego or you're following your inner wisdom. It's either one or the other because they're mutually exclusive. You can't have both. They're in separate camps and they do not collaborate. In fact, they have very different goals. So the ego's goal, if it had one, is to protect you and to keep you safe at all costs. Your inner wisdom, on the other hand, knows that you're already safe because you're being held by forces greater than your little self, right? Your ego self, your body self. Your, your inner wisdom's goal is to lead you in the direction of the highest expression of yourself. So just right there, if you were to consider or if you were going to choose a guide for your life, and this was all the information you were given, these were your only two choices, which would you choose? You know, the guide that's going to protect you At all costs. Or the guide that's going to lead you. To your soul's greatest destiny. Now. If you had to think about this one. Then. I have an idea. Who you've already chosen. And if that's the case. You may want to consider the costs. So. The ego's charge is to protect you at all costs, and it perceives anything outside of your everyday routine as potential danger. So it will literally try to sabotage any change you want to make, big or small. And believe me, it has a thousand and one tricks that it uses to do this. Here's one. It's called the spotlight effect. See if you recognize it. It's, it's where your mind magnifies your doubts and fears until you abandon your attempt for change. Yeah. So it'll try that. And if that one doesn't work, it'll move on to another one. Like I said, a thousand and one tricks. I should say, a thousand and one plus tricks. And it knows which ones tend to work on you. So it's going to use them over and over again until they stop working. So let's talk about how to recognize the ego's voice. I'm going to give you some qualities here. So the ego's voice is loud. It's judgmental. It judges you and everyone else. It's calculated. It lies. (laughs) It triggers feelings like fear, anxiety, frustration, hatred, anger, animosity, insecurity, desperation, guilt, defensiveness, depression, paranoia, loneliness. Your natural response to the voice of the ego will be to tense up, to contract, to avoid, to hide, to procrastinate, to break commitments, to cancel, to run away, to gossip, to cheat, to compete, to interrupt, to be obnoxious, to alienate, separate, all those things and more along those lines. Now, in the Christian tradition, you might liken it to the voice of Satan. <laughs> in the Buddhist tradition, you may refer to it as Mara. Of course, in miracle says the ego's scope is suspicious at best and vicious at worst. Not necessarily a friend. You'd want to invite over for dinner, right? Or a profile that you'd respond to on Match.com. No way. No way. (laughs) The thing is, it also wears a mask. So it's not always easy to recognize. So sometimes it's these, these things, these qualities, but very subtle. It pretends to be wisdom, right? But if you look closely... You'll be able to see through the disguise. It's superficial. It's not built on a solid foundation. And it dangles the carrot out in front of you endlessly to keep you seeking outside instead of turning within where true wisdom lies, right? It says things to you like if only you had fill in the blank. Then you could be happy, right? A better car, lived another place, a different job, a different mate, whatever the thing. If only your partner would do this instead of that, then you'd be happy, right? But it also says things like you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough, you're not educated enough, successful enough, worthy enough, and it's wrong, So let's contrast this with the voice of wisdom. So wisdom's voice can be very quiet, often soft, like a whisper. And it only gets loud on occasion. And when it does, it's profound, life-changing. It's compassionate. It's wise. It's unwavering, unconditionally loving gentle, kind, peaceful, patient, forgiving, open, generous, inclusive. It's strong without being forceful, and it's solid. Yeah, one might liken it to the voice of God, Holy Spirit, inner Buddha, divine within, inner knowing, so your natural response to the voice of inner wisdom is inspiration. It's openness, relief, an inclination to extend, to love, to be generous, to expand, to be kind, to let go, to be brave, to surrender your weapons, to forgive And things like that, get my drift? (laughs) It inspires you to move forward, to be fearless, to have faith that it's all going to be okay. It says things to you like you are enough. You're perfect just as you are. You can't get it wrong. You can do it. You do have what it takes. You're innocent And so is everybody else. So the Course says we're all special and none of us are special. And wisdom knows this to be true and relaxes into knowing that everyone has their own unique gifts to offer. So there's ultimately no competition, right? The ego would argue that. Yeah. Now, I'm not saying that the ego is bad. No way. It's actually just a mental construct, right? And we all have one. And it's absolutely necessary to have one in order to have this human experience. You know, judgment is a good thing when it's kept in check, right? For instance, you know, it's important to have good judgment about when to cross the street, (laughs) when to have healthy boundaries, always. (laughs) That's a good thing. But in the extreme, you can block out love, right? You know, preference, for instance, makes life interesting, right? It takes an ego to have a preference, right? Love doesn't prefer one over the other. Love loves everything. It's unconditional, right? But I prefer the beach over the desert, right? So it makes it fun, right, to choose one thing, to choose chocolate over cranberry, right? However, if you let ego in the driver's seat, you're letting fear run your life, and if you let wisdom drive, you're choosing love instead. So with wisdom in the front seat, you can put ego in the back seat <laughs> to throw out some suggestions, right, for, for wisdom to consider. <laughs> and I call this a healthy compromise, but there's only one driver of your show in any given moment. And you're the one that gets to choose who that is. Yeah, and it's a moment-by-moment choice that requires awareness. And if you don't choose, the ego's going to choose for you every single time. (laughs) It's going to get in the driver's seat. It's the default, right? It's the default. You know, and you're going to slip over and over, and that's okay, (laughs) you know why? Because this is your life and you have free will, my friend, and you get to choose again and again. And you get to choose right now. So as I promised, I'm going to give you a simple tip because it's always simple, isn't it? To come back, it's always simple. Here's my simple tip for activating your inner wisdom. So you may want to find a quiet place to do this, but you can really do it anywhere, anytime to bring yourself back in touch with your wisdom. So you want to begin by taking some long, deep breaths because shallow breathing tends to keep you stuck in your ego. So deep breathing is deep breathing you with your heart. And that's where you want to be for this, right? You want to be in your heart. (laughs) I'm going to make the journey from the head to the heart. And you may even want to choose to touch your heart, right? Which will help you get there faster. And then ask yourself, what would love do here? What would love do here? Yeah. Or what would the highest version of myself do here? And then let the thoughts settle, right? By not giving them so much attention. They're not going to go away. Just don't pay attention to them. Just focus on your heart and what would love to hear. Yeah. And then wait for the answer. Because wisdom will answer. Blessed be. you want to apply for one-on-one coaching with me or to schedule a free 30-minute discovery call with me you can visit my website at thelifecoachingspot.com and I can't wait to meet you peace and blessings